This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Big episode. Mm. Big boy. We had, a, big. we had a big boy. We had a, we had a big boy on. Big boy on. A the- big boy episode. Old Ricky, Ricky Osman. Old Ricky Hatton. We had Ricky Hatton on. <laughs> you got torn. Got nailed. You got torn a new one. Yeah, but it was all love. It was all love. Did it? It came from, from yeah. a place of love, did it? Yeah, it did. He came on the podcast. We had Richard Osman. As you can see, I don't know what. Do you know what I've worked out? I don't know why we say who we've got on the podcast. Like it said, they've seen the title. They can see him. They can see. They've looked at the episode. Who's listening to this? And they see it says Richard Osman. They might not have seen it. It might have just come on automatically. So oh, so that's true. So oh, know. yes, we have so we have Richard Osman on. You may know Richard Osman from Alex. Why don't you tell them? Many many TV shows. One of which is Pointless. Pointless. House we, of we Games. Did House of Games, which you've just done. House of Games was one of the funniest things I've ever done. It was on BBC Two. Hence why we managed to get him on. He's also written books which we speak about and if you're one of his if you're a fan of his books this is actually a pretty cool in-depth conversation into it he sold two and a half million books of thursday murder club Mm. and over half a million copies of the man who died twice and that's only been it's only been out like six months the man who died twice and uh the other one's been out a year and a half Mm. isn't that insane slowly heading towards breaking your record for uh for book sales jamie um that's true jamie as he does uh handed him a book mm-hmm. in the podcast handed yeah, his own book true, yeah. bit of shameless self promo it, so, it, it, it was a present it was a present a present what i didn't <coughs> expect osman to then attack it you know i i do you know what i'm putting it down to jealousy he's jealous it was one of my favorite podcasts is it one of your favorite it was great he's just literally laying into you yeah he's 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 a legend and i'm gonna say a, a, a friend of mine He's at 100%. You, would, you wouldn't have thought it from... Uh, you wouldn't have put us two together. To the point where I reckon, Richard, I may be listening to this. 
I reckon I you're going to invite me over I, to dinner at some point. I don't reckon he's listening. Yeah, he will. He will be listening to this. No. Guess he will. He's got way more important things to do. Of course he's going to he oh, he's he's listen to that podcast. I had great fun on it. Probably doing intellectual things. No, you know? he's, no he won't. He'll Frank, be listening to this. Wiping his ass with your book. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. This was honestly one of my favourite episodes. If you watched me on House of Games, you saw the relationship that we had and it just continues on this episode. It's going to be an absolute whopper of one. Also, private partners, uh, we, we have launched our Patreon and our Patreon is, it costs literally the cost of a pint per month. Um, Lad. Yeah, cost of a pint per month. You can sign up, you get loads of bonus episodes, some merch, some birthday messages, some messages from us, some unique things, voicemail, which is our mental health podcast, so many extra bits. Go and check it out. It's the link tree in our bios on our Instagram page, at Private Podcast, and join up to our Patreon account, and we're going to give you so much more extra content that you're going to like. I mean, it's crazy, the extra content. There's- Come join the community. You have a special episode, which is going to be loaded up there on the Monday. It's called Intellectual Stimulation. It's great that you can pronounce intellectual. It's for tier two, so you can sign up for the tier two. And we're getting people on who are going to really stimulate us, our minds. Maybe it's detectives. Maybe it's wizards. Maybe it's doctors. Maybe it's psychologists. Maybe it's psychotherapists. Who knows what it could be? It could be anyone. Exciting. Yeah, go and check it out. Patreon, go to the link tree and sign up. All right, everybody, uh, here's the episode with Mr. Richard Ricky. Rich Big Dick Osman. There he is on the podcast. Enjoy. It wasn't a weak clap. That was terrible. Yeah, that wasn't a weak clap. I've seen better. Okay, well, yeah, because <laughs> you, when you clap, it's like an earthquake. <laughs> Jesus, oh, it is. The windows just shattered. <laughs> <laughs> that is what. That is you because you know, Rich. You just walk in here and we shook hands. Mm. You, you do have large hands for sure. Yeah. It yeah. would be weird if you had small hands. Can you imagine, like little tiny hands? That would be so good. <laughs> like six foot seven with tiny wee little hands. It'd really confuse like you. The hands of a child. <laughs> that would be an upsetting thing if, um, yeah, you, you, your hands just never grew. Oh <laughs> no, they're, uh, they're they're great. I'm very happy with them. Because because did you know that that I found this out that your hands and your ears and your nose are the things that grow for the rest of your life. They keep growing. Like your ears keep growing. But why is that? Also, your ego. Yours is <laughs> no. Yours is I tell you what keeps growing on me. My empathy. Ex- my empathy keeps growing. Oh, that's a nice. That's a nice yeah. journey. Your to empathy go on in for, life. For, for mass murderers. That's literally about it. But well, listen, empathy. Just you have to have empathy for everybody. Empathy is uh, it's, it's not a one way street. Mm-hmm. You know, the French say uh, to understand all is to forgive all. Do that's they? what they say. Yeah, and that's uh, that's empathy for you. Okay, they so say they in French though. Yeah, it, which, but, which is. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have we started? Yeah, this is it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome to, oh, welcome to we Nonsense Thank Land. You. But did you, I tell you what I like is that you didn't even know we started. That's how casual and nice this podcast is. Ah, uh, that's good. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel very at home because I feel the empathetic vibes coming off both of you. <laughs> I haven't even so, killed anyone. Emphasis, em- emphasis on pathetic. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you put the pathetic into empathetic. I apologise. Okay, but let's get deeper into it. Yes. Is any deed not selfish? Any good deed, not selfish? Yes. Okay, explain. Yeah. Uh, a deed that you do for absolutely no gain and no one will ever, you know, no one will ever find out about. And, you know, it's literally just done because you feel for 
the person and what they're going through uh, and you can help them and alleviate it and you need nothing in return at all you don't need to give them sweets um and you know they're never going to mention it to anyone that's a there's loads of selfless deeds apparently that is our more innate state of being as humans we've kind of it's been conditioned out of us to be like selfish mm. competitive but actually babies are quite empathetic and they did like some tests and they, they want to help from a young age but it gets kind of bullied out of us and we end, right. up, we end mm. up like jamie and we but the fact you're asking that question, mm-hmm. you must have done deeds yeah. in your life that no one's ever going to find out about, which, yeah. which were kindnesses done yeah, to the people. Only you were that Jamie has her own properties, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I've done deeds that no one's known about. Go on then. Yeah, go on. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, finally, yeah. finally, I get to talk <laughs> about them. They're, they're crimes, and they're also they're still not, the court cases aren't finished yet, so you can't really talk about. I, you know what? I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to say no, them. but of course, but you do, right? You understand that there are there are actions you can take that are truly empathetic. But it makes you feel good. So surely then yeah, that. So yeah. then that then then there well, is a sort of. Does it make you feel good? I think it makes you feel happy that you've been able to help. I don't think it gives you a buzz. I don't think it gives you dopamine. I think, I think it does give you dopamine. Interesting. Do you don't think it? Does? Uh, it's a really, it's a really good question. It's a very deep question. But you know, the, kindness is obviously very good for you, mm-hmm. and kindness does in, in, increase your happiness. That's for sure. So yeah, to be kind could be a selfish act. But I suspect if you're cynically kind, it probably doesn't increase your happiness. I think kindness, which which comes from a good place, probably increases your happiness. So does kindness? Does your kindness make you happy? Yeah, yeah, being kind makes me happy. But you can't be cynically kind. Some people, no, I think some people can be. So you're you kind and that, annoyed that you're being kind about it. No, but you see people on Twitter all the time who, yeah. are, who, who are talking about something amazing they've just done or, you know, talking about something. And you just think, oh, I just, I'm not sure you really, I think that comes from a place where you thought, oh, this is going to sound good when I tell people about it. We know people like it's that. It's too right? We know people like yeah, yeah. that. I'm not accusing you of that, Jamie, no, by the way, if yeah. we get serious. But we all no, know people. Jamie doesn't use Twitter. It's, yeah. uh, it's more I do. I, I do this week. Yeah, House uh, of I, Games I, Week. I, I, House of Games Week. Oh yeah, talk to me about Twitter. This. Twitter loves it. It's one of the few things Twitter actually likes. It, House of Games. <laughs> Can I? Okay, quickly. If you so House of Games is Rich's show. He hosts, and you created it. Sort of, yeah. Sort of. Right? In a big team. In a big team. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll give you the. Clip. He looked classic empath. He's looking out for his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking out for the rest of his team. I mean, you would have gone. Yeah, it's all mine actually. Okay. Uh, ask me about Kenny Kinnis quickly. Ask me. No, I don't. It's want a it. team we, effort. We've, we've spoken about it so many times on the podcast. <laughs> you, ca- you came up with some bullshit PR story. Like, what, what was the oh, bu- when I was a kid, that my, is true. My, my brother. I swear uh, to God, that's true. Bullshit. It's like going on the X Factor. You came up with a sob story so people know. buy more sweets. I was scared of the dark. Anyway, uh, so House of Games. It's uh, it's the funnest show I think I've ever done. It's a laugh, isn't it? It is incredible. What so go, what goes down? Well, Richard, you can explain it better than I can. Oh, it's, it's you, have, you have four celebrity players and they're on all week, so it's a real sort of soap opera. But it's just a series of very silly quiz rounds just the sort of things that wouldn't last for a whole show but you know a bit of general knowledge a bit of kind of wordplay silly things like that and it's, it's very competitive the prizes are all ridiculous they're like fondue sets and you know uh, umbrellas <laughs> and driving gloves and stuff like that all branded all branded with my face on them when, 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 you, when you said they're ridiculous I think you meant like they're ridiculously good and you said no, no, fond, no, no, fondue oh set and I tried to do a convincing <laughs> wow yeah, that's wow. like it's like no, no, a no. new car a fondue set no they're all they're all, deli- they're all deliberately terrible because so it's uh, and you just sit there, we, we film up in Glasgow, and you spend a whole day doing it, and there's no audience. And so it's, doing, it's like doing a podcast. You just sit around and have a laugh. Jamie, and you had a really Jamie good must week. have hated that. I, I, I was, he, was, was, he was so charming it's on it. the best thing I've ever done. He's annoyingly charming. He is, isn't he? As soon as he, he leaves, there, he, he punches a kitten. I, in the... <laughs> I, I punches a kitten. I'm exactly the same. Do you know what? I, I don't change from here to when I'm at home to wherever. 
Oh my god, that must be so tiring. <laughs> it's not tiring because it's my natural state, so it's not tiring. Well, I suppose so. Yeah, <laughs> it's not tiring. But so you might, yeah, but you might reach like sixty, and you start finally go, "Oh my god, that's been hard work." Wow, <laughs> I just need to sleep. There's an amazing podcast which is called Finding Richard Simmons. It's, okay, it's a great yeah. podcast, um, and it's about Richard Simmons, who I don't yeah. know if you remember, he was the '80s, '90s kind of gymnast, kind of gym guy on TV. Mm. He basically had that. What turns out is that he was basically. Um, so hyper and all those kind of things and then mm. one day he just disappeared because he couldn't be bothered to do it anymore but I get it you know I, I get it after you know when I do TV shows or things like this you know you turn on you have to turn on the extrovert part of your brain a little bit and I'm not a natural extrovert mm. and so I love to do it and I love chatting and all that kind of stuff but you need at the end of it just go oh I, can I be an introvert for a couple of hours I'm, I'm Which the same yeah. I struggle with that <laughs> it's yeah. really hard but presumably you don't have that switch you're quite happy just to Jamie's just yeah. extra the whole yeah. time well I, I, I quite like company I, I like being in, I, I, I feel well no actually I don't but when you I find when my my life is very much I would say that my sort of uh, thing is talking I talk yes yeah, <laughs> don't no you sh- noticed <laughs> no shit Jamie yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah don't even <laughs> noticed but wow my- the trailer for this began <laughs> and uh, exclusive from Jamie Lang yeah here we go it's about talking and for me um, so I do I get t- from talking because if you talk yes. to it's the whole time that you're talking but um, it doesn't mean that I but I it, it fills me with joy and excitement and all those kind of things so actually, <laughs> and only you no it does <laughs> it, 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 it's, how, how are you in a room by yourself for three terrible. hours terrible he, he has to phone me phone me quite a lot of the time phone you quite a lot I know that you're either walking to somewhere from somewhere Richard, if I had your number I'd phone you I'm not really <laughs> don't, I would don't I do you know what I don't have a phone no way yeah I don't have a phone no, um, just because I don't want to I'll text you after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I do. Still I, on for tonight. I, yeah, yeah. I like. I like the. I, I like the sort of tribal acts. But I think that's going to a boarding school from eight years old. I. Oh my god! Yeah. Was was always be, right? in a dormitory. Always with people. Always surrounded by people. So I'm used to being with people the whole time. But how? So do, when I'm so not, how do, yeah. How do you cope? Because we have to be by ourselves. Quite. I, I love a little bit of time by myself. That's one of my favourite things in the world. But you're... But you, you have, your, you have your family and things like that. So that's more difficult, I suppose. So you have work and then you come home and have family. I have work and then I come home. My girlfriend's there, but sometimes she's not. So then you get alone time. Yes. So I get alone time. Yes. But do you like alone? Yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah but you, you, your family's there. No, my kids are... In their twenties, they're not. They're not at home. Uh, oh. So it's just me and my partner. And some, if she's out, then it's just and me. You're in, and yeah, I like those bits. Oh, good. That's what. That's all I'm asking. You don't get lonely. <laughs> I really want to. I want to set up a camera actually and see what you're. Oh like my god, that's a, like, that's, honestly, that's, I, that's a great show. I think <laughs> put a little GoPro on Jamie's forehead. we <laughs> just. It's like people always people try and do for their cats, right? They go. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what my cat does all day. I can't imagine what they're like when they're by themselves. Yeah, a GoPro on I Jamie. Think, I think it would honestly be the most bizarre watching you've never seen. I think it'd be so <laughs> what would if we had a GoPro? If you were yeah. going home this evening, you're by yourself for four hours, and we had a GoPro on you. Mm. Uh, what what would the footage show? <laughs> Just me masturbating, <laughs> <laughs> staring staring directly into the mirror. <laughs> it's a very shaky camera. Just. Just every, every now and again feeding yourself a candy kitten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, going, you bloody empath. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh God. Instagram it, Instagram it, please. I really feel for you looking at yourself. <laughs> wow. I don't, yeah, but I, I, I... Okay, let's not do that then. <laughs> but I do, I think, I, I think alone time is great. Also, the biggest thing is you have to be happy in your own company. Yeah, absolutely. You, which I think I've learned to be that way. I think, look... All of us, 
I grew up, we all have insecurities and I grew mm. up with a lot of insecurities. And then I had to become accustomed to myself. It's that cheesy thing. You have to start loving yourself. And I think you only really start doing that towards your late 20s, early 30s. Sure. Then you start to kind of yeah. understand it a bit more. Well, because you're constantly, your 20s, you're desperately trying to be someone different. You're just not fitting in essentially, but you're finding your way in the world. And there comes up, yeah, there does come a point where you think, oh, no one cares. You're trying, no to, find, you're trying to find your identity yeah. and then suddenly you yeah. go, I actually don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's too big because you realise the only thing you're ever looking for is happiness. Yeah, that's all you're ever going to search for. And and early thirties when you start thinking, oh, maybe I could, do, oh, perhaps just if I do the thing that I want to do, and not yeah. really worry about what I'm looking like or where I should be or who I should be with. And you think, oh, I quite like just staying in and watching MasterChef. <laughs> and that and that's why Jamie tosses off old people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is but that is so true. For me, what was quite difficult um, is that. Uh, Let's see, we get deep on this podcast. No, see, oh my god! Oh, so another hey, sub, another sub story. It's not a sub story. Yeah, buckle in. So get ready. I was sitting there. I was <laughs> eating some candy kittens. We got new yeah, yeah. sour watermelon flavour. And um, honestly, I've, I over, thinking, I've overcome so much. Yeah. To, uh, to, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't know if I can really talk about this. Of but, all uh, the boys who went to my boarding school, I think I've overcome the most. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, tell you, I, I got to a point where I suddenly went. Wait, hang on a sec. I thought, firstly, all the answers were going to be given to you. I thought our parents had answers, teachers mm, had answers. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to a certain age and you realise, firstly, most people are guessing. We're all kind yes. of like treading water in some sort of way. Um, and also, uh, you suddenly realise that all of the things that you were caring about actually were nonsense. And no one was thinking about you anyway. And for mm. me, that was suddenly like a big realisation. I don't know if you had that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. No, nobody, nobody gives a toss about you. It's no truth. one. And, and that's a much easier way to live. Remember, you know, once once you go over the site kind of ego thing of that, I think, oh, and they think, well, of course they don't give a toss, and they're not going to meet you again, and all of that kind of stuff. And you know, the people you love will stick around, and the people you don't love won't stick around, and mm. that's how that's how it should be. And it's uh, you know, my to get through your twenties and thirties, you know, you need a rocket fuel, whatever it is, and usually it comes somewhere from. What was your rocket fuel? Well, usually it comes from an insecurity, you know, and and an ambition, or wanting to prove people wrong, or want, wanting to achieve something that you know other people in your family hadn't done, whatever it is. Uh, and but at some point that rocket fuel burns out, so you know, and you just start orbiting the globe. Uh, and you know, <laughs> you, you had to keep to a space analogy, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what the, the space the analogy sky gets worse? Is not the limit. Okay, the space gets worse. Here we go. But, it, but it, because of course you got that rocket fuel, you get up in orbit, and then hopefully you've done enough work on yourself that you can enjoy the view. You know, you can Ooh, look out the window, you can enjoy what you're seeing, you can enjoy be a being in orbit. For Jamie. Uh, but then of course, at some point, you know, because I'm a lot older than you guys, I'm in my fifties now. At some point you know, you're going to start going back down to earth, right? That spaceship yeah. is going to go back down as well. So, you know, do as much work as you can to get is into orbit as quick as the... possible. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that's that, James, when you die. Yeah. Uh, but... Unfortunately, I'm sorry to break that to you. Okay, but, but then I, I yeah, got... Jamie's not going to die. I, but we all... No, do we I don't all... like that. <laughs> I'm annoying. I shouldn't have thought so. Yeah, yeah. If you, you listen, if you don't die. die on Instagram, you don't die. <laughs> yeah. My sweets are going to live on. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> but I am... Um, mortality for me was a big thing as well because suddenly you get to a point in your life where you realize we do die. <laughs> you say it was a big right. thing. Now no, that it is. Now that you're immortal. <laughs> no, but you do... You, did you... Rich, you must have that point in your life where you sort of... Wait, we all die at some point. Jamie, uh, I, this is a genuine fact. Right, you get to fifty and it gets worse because yeah, you do. You don't realize at all that you're going to die, yes. and then you do realize at some point that you are going to die, and you work out it's finite, and you work out there's no reason for you to be here, and then you get to another age, so you know fifty, where you don't just know it's going to happen. You go, oh, you don't just understand hypothetically that it is going to happen. You kind of really face the reality of it. You think, oh, fuck, I'm actually going to die. God. I'm actually going to die. And listen, I'm 50, so I assume that 60 and 70 you get even further and deeper revelations. But I'm hoping that one of those revelations, like maybe at 70 or 80, takes you into a place where you go, and I'm comfortable with it. And I'm I love it that you're hoping as well. You're just hoping. Well, let's hope so. Or, you know, but that's the point because it's getting, it gets, it's getting worse and worse. But when you talk to most older people, are pretty chilled. And so I think they must reach a point where they go, I get it, I get mortality. Also, it's going to happen. It's going to happen fairly soon. Uh, and, you know, ha- am I happy? Am I loved? Have I been loved? Have I done good things? And if you can count all those things off, then probably you can come to peace with it, right? You're probably just starting to welcome it because you're probably knackered by the new I don't think well, you do wel- No, I don't think I'm you welcome ready. it. I don't think you, I but don't that was 50. 50 is the first year I've ever cared about my age. I don't care about ages and 40s in my d- best decade. At 50, I d- you can't start convincing yourself that you know you're you're even halfway you're really quite a long way over halfway at 50 i mean you're really i'm still young aren't i (laughs) but like if i make it to 80 then you know that's i think back to when i was 20 and it feels really recently uh and so 20 to 50 is 30 years so if i got another 30 years you just think well that hasn't anything i'm only 30 years i mean that's like from when i was 20 which is really recent time goes so much quicker as as you age it's all perspective isn't it when you're five it's all so new when you get to like 30, you're like... Well, you're experiencing new things, right? First yeah. kiss, first holding a hand, first playing with a toy. So everything's new, but then it becomes repetitive as we get older. But in my, you know, in my early 90s, which is 30 years ago, to me still seems early like... In 90s. In my early <laughs> 90s. In the early 90s, which to me it feels like, it feels like yesterday. It feels like very modern. You know, it's like 
Oasis v Blur. You think, well, that have I got? Is that the amount of time I've got left? That's a weird. Yeah. And then I saw someone say to me that, uh, especially with family and things like that. You know, say you, you know, say you have thirty years to live, and you see your family once a year. That's you're only going to see your family thirty times. Mm. Well, I think about it in terms of World Cups. You know, how many <gasps> how many football World Cups have I got left? Not many. Like maybe mm. six. You know? what, that, that you're going to play in I'm still eligible for uh, yes to be picked but you know so so I'm almost certainly That's not I'm almost so certainly upsetting. I, could, I could just imagine you your time you'll say that you're, you're alone at this point because you, you obviously would be alone not this I'm not looking to the yeah, future yeah, yeah. this is just currently I think you're, you're going to end up alone which is what I'm saying <laughs> that's, what, that's what I see in my empathetic uh, empathetic ball yeah Listen, I see you sound. I see you sound alone. You're, you are. Hold on, I got a bit. You're curled up in a ball. You're rocking back and forth in the corner of a room. You're weeping. Um, I don't know. You seem happy. Do you go up to people? And old people say, "Go. This is probably your last World Cup." <laughs> <laughs> Just whisper I mean, in their ear and then walk out. Do a big yeah. clap and then. <laughs> England, England, a better win, right? Because you know. Yeah. But really, if we, you know, I'm probably not going to see England win the World Cup statistically. If I've got six left, right? You know, if you've got two of those are German. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. give one to Brazil, one to Italy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's statistically unlikely I'm ever going to see it happen. But I just imagine when you're 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 at home and uh, you're thinking about it, and you suddenly think, God, I only have six World Cups left, and that really hit you. That, that was oh, the moment when it that, really that's hit when you. you want a camera, hidden camera. You just <laughs> yeah, see it just going, oh my God! <laughs> oh, he's got to the yeah. World Cup moment. <laughs> Starts yeah. doing kickups. <laughs> better, better get the practice in because. Uh... But it's a, unless, unless mm-hmm. of course, uh, you know, we follow the Arsene Wenger rule and we have World Cups every two years. So listen, maybe if we do that, then uh, I'm doubling my chances of uh, but, doubling my World Cups. But also age is, age is such an interesting thing because um, it, it, stereotypically, right, we have this idea that we're meant to do everything when we're young. And then when we're old, we don't. Mm. But actually, that's just not the case now. Yeah. You know, for example, with your, your books, for yes. example, um, you wrote your first fictional book, 2020. Yeah, so I was, I was, yeah, yeah four, yes, forty nine. It, it was about well, cricket, was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't it. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't presented a TV show until I was forty. That was entirely unexpected, uh, and yeah, and I'd always wanted to write. And I suspect if I'd written books in my twenties, they wouldn't have been very good. And so to, to be able to write a book at forty nine, which I loved and I'm very uh, proud of, it's called Thursday Murder Club. And Thursday the, Murder Club. The man who died twice is the follow up. Um, I suspect that might be why it's so successful because I was written. I wrote it from a position of you know liking myself and knowing a bit more about the world and you know and understanding a little bit about how things work which i think is why people respond to it and if you do that in your 20s you know no one likes someone successful in their 20s jamie jamie just no, released a it, book in his yeah well listen I, well, this, okay we're gonna i was gonna do the second half but we're gonna do it now so i've got your present <gasps> another one oh, oh you say present there you go a you say present yeah, yeah, yeah. holy grail jamie lang <laughs> i can explain yeah. see this is everyone yeah. Uh, you get to a certain stage, uh, a certain renown, mm-hmm. and people say, "Can you do a book?" And everyone who has some respect will say, oh, "I don't, I can't do an autobiography." I said that. I'm I too said, young. I said that. I said yeah. that. But then they'll say, "Oh, why don't you do a thing like funny musings? Um, yeah, that's just, what just little stories about your life, or you know, yeah, lessons." Yeah. Exactly you can what learn. I literally just painted. Exactly what lessons <laughs> you can learn, and every literally every like, like the, everyone's got one out this year. Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe, they've all they've they've all got them out. Yeah, I get it. You know, you'll have got. I don't know what advance you'll have got grand or something uh, that you're never ever ever gonna make back i mean literally Richard, you're never you're speaking my language you're <laughs> never seeing another penny uh, out of that maybe next year they'll say oh yeah we can you'll be saying i've got maybe i could do a follow-up and they're like 
Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe. Or is there something else that you want? Maybe do an autobiography. Can you, can, like, you, can you wait until you realise death is upon you and then write yeah. a book? And uh, but no, every, listen, it's all cash and stuff. It's all, you know, cause Clark, because, <laughs> it's all cash because and Clark, stuff. Clarkson did such a good one, you know, 10, 15 years ago that made such a lot of money for everybody. And now anyone who's got any kind of, you know, if they've seen your TV like twice, they'll go, oh, why don't you just do a book? Um, like do a chapter that's Wolves for Life. Uh, do a chapter of, you know, things I learned. <laughs> do so a chapter true. about how to get through your school days. Uh, how to do, be an empath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do the rules of reality TV. Uh, uh, why don't you do, like, a thing about, like, a, the, the vocab of what you'd say in Men in, Made in Chelsea? Uh, First rule, there are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, it's so, it, truth be told, with the book, I didn't want to... Write, I didn't write it. I, <laughs> I, 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 told, I didn't want this life. Truth be told, uh, I haven't looked at it. I'm going to read some stuff you, out. You, no, you can't. Don't read. Richard, don't, please, okay. please read some excerpts. Don't I can't, read. of course. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Chapter eight, bad guy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right. Listen, he, he writes very conversationally. That's good. Yeah, or whoever he you was speaking to. You say speak, he, yeah. Whoever he was speaking it to. It was a she. Yeah. And, uh, right, okay. First of all, before we get into it, I need to make you understand that I'm not a bad guy. Fuck. You're literally, you're literally David Brent. I'm sorry. I don't feel like one. I'm a good person. I'm kind and always polite. I have lovely friends. And people who work with me always say it was fun and that I'm pretty easy to get along with. No, holy, this isn't real. Holy fuck, Jamie. This is not real. This is so odd. This is not real. It's the, way I know. it's the way he's reading it in that voice. If he doesn't read it in that it's voice. No this is my voice. voice. Read it sorry. more empathetically. Okay. I know all this is true. And yet, well... Sometimes you get an idea in your head about what people think about you and you look at some of your past behaviour and you wonder, hang on, maybe I'm not a nice person after all. Maybe I've been wrong all these years and I'm secretly evil. Self-doubt thrives on making you feel bad about yourself. I mean, listen, I'm in absolute floods. That is a, that is, that uh, is a page turner. That is and a... If I, and if the front cover is yeah. you, yeah. you are tied to a chair like yeah. with um, like with gaffer tape as That's if it. like you're so fucking crazy <laughs> you need to be contained. Honestly, my opinions, they are so <laughs> mad I am gonna... Whoa! Buckle up, true. everybody. So Buckle up. It was up. actually the only way they got him to do the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is... Uh, Richard, how, you that, couldn't be more... I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 it's no... I, I've never had anything more spot on in, in my <laughs> entire life. Don't hand it back to me, it's yours. Lessons, <laughs> le- yeah. Lessons learned on my journey from Chelsea to the ballroom and beyond. Yeah, what and do you beyond. Mean beyond? Yeah, yeah, beyond. Beyond, yeah, Chelsea beyond. to the ballroom. Okay, how long was this photo shoot you did? Was that uh, like, a whole, like, like a whole morning or something? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. It was. And photo shoots, they always do like normal, sensible ones. They go, just at the end, they go, oh, just do a silly one where you put a silly face. It's not, we won't use it. <laughs> and they always and that's it. always the one that they use. This is the one, sorry, we're going to gaffer tape you to a chair. Well, listen. Wait, right, so did they pitch the idea of gaffer taping you to a chair? Or yeah. Your, so yeah. Tell, me, tell me their pitch. Well, I, I suggested... Well, they, they, oh, there was a, there's, a, there's a point in the story where I talk about being tied to a chair and they thought this would be funny for a front cover. And I went, okay, you're the expert. Is it a funny it. story about oh, being tied to a chair? Oh, you, when or you is read it a grim it, one? When, no, it's a great one. When you oh, read it's it, funny one. it's a really funny one. When you Listen, I reckon you're going to get the end of that book and you're going to go... That was fantastic. I love the idea you think I'm going to get to the end of that book. You are, you are. I, can't. Well, I think it I'll might actually be really successful. It's going to be like Alan Partridge's. Like has it got, has it got an index? Uh, it, yeah, it will have an index. No, so. it doesn't have an index. Okay, it doesn't have an no index. No one's ever got that far. <laughs> this is about the author. Okay. <laughs> Just quickly, this is good. Do you know what's so funny? I, I, was going to, I was going to send you an email message saying, can I get a quote from you for the back of the book? And then, I thought, sure. and then I thought, I just don't think I can do it. I can, I can actually can do it. <laughs> Jamie Lang is one of the most recognisable faces on British TV. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fucking Attenborough, yeah. 
Jesus. Wow. wow, man. That's amazing. This is, this is great. As star of BAFTA-winning series made in Chelsea. Well, <laughs> there we first go. appearing in 2011 during its second series, James Greer in entertainment has gone strength to strength, seeing him star on Celebrity Hunted, The Great Celebrity Bake Off for Stand Up to Cancer, and Famous and Frightened Crime. You've missed pointless celebrities. As well as hosting the private parts uh, podcast with uh, Made in Chelsea co-star Francis Ball and Six Degrees from Jamie and Spencer with Spencer Matthews. In 2020, Jamie went mainstream, make it into the final of Strictly Come Dancing. When he's not on our screens, which is rare... Jamie's busy in the confectionery business as the founder of leading British sweet brand Candy Kittens. Wow. If you, just so you know, if you die tomorrow, that's it. I was going to say, that's the, all you got. the eulogy's done. Yeah. That is all you got. Nothing there about, you know, is there anything else you'd like to achieve? Have you done enough being on Famous and Fighting Crime? Can I say something about Famous and Fighting Crime? Yeah, you can. You were so good on that. It was great, wasn't it? Uh, there was a brilliant bit where <laughs> they're trying to get someone in the back of a van. Oh and he's a really God. violent guy. And he goes, so I know you. You're from Made in Chelsea. And you yeah. went, do you know what? I am. And if you calm down. Yes. It was really good. It he was just really went, good. Okay, I will. I'll calm if you down. calm down, I'll teach you a couple no, of tactics on there, how to be there good was, There was this guy and he, he um, yeah, he suddenly went, oh, you biscuit boy. And he was he basically... Biscuit like, boy. He yeah, you hadn't heard that since school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was standing up there. Biscuit champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always well, lose. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the real winner. <laughs> For all those who don't know, there's a, there's a great game at Radley called Soggy Biscuit. <laughs> That's what we're alluding to. Anyway, yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> Thanks for clearing that. That's yeah, Jamie. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, it's a podcast and not so visual sometimes. Anyway, the point no is... wanked onto a biscuit <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> the point is, is that... Um, so this guy, yeah, in Famous Finding Crime, where I was, a, I was a special in the police force, only 25,000 volunteers. We wanted to understand what the volunteers do. And this guy suddenly recognised me and I had to calm him down. And it was fantastic. It was really good. It was great. It I've was just great, literally actually, yeah. looked at the first bit here. Yeah, I can't read that. So on the cover, Jamie Lang. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lang, sorry. I, Jamie Lang, I can explain. Uh -huh. Well, most of it anyway. <laughs> Just, That's not I, smug. I, I, That's I, not smug. I won't be able to explain all of it. <laughs> yeah, Especially cause... not tied to this chair. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> Let me at him. I've got so much to say. Uh, so is, that's lovely. Yeah, so look, seriously enjoying this. The face is, if, if I'm seeing this in Smith's yeah. Waterstones, yeah. the face is big and the name yeah. Jamie Lang. There we go. Title, yeah. All that kind of stuff. I turn to page, mm -hmm. let's say three. I can explain. Lessons learned the same. Yeah. Repeats yeah. the title. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Lang. With Justin Myers. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So he's, who I happen to know is a very, very talented journalist, very and good you, writer. And uh, retweeted him today. I saw that. Oh, yeah. He, well, he's, he's a very talented man. Yeah, he's it's a interesting great, his name is not on the cover of well, the book he wrote. Yeah, well, listen, What's that about, it's contractually? Called, it's called a co-writing situation. He, situation? Yes, a situation. We sat together and I started writing. Sure. Yeah, listen. You started writing? I started writing. How do you mean you started writing? Well, what did, did you do? When you put pen to paper. You wrote, you write, so you had a pen yeah. and some paper and you, you, started, you did some writing. Yeah, that's did the way you? I like to do it. Did you definitely? That's, that's the way I like to do it. What, like, what, like it's the 1940s? <laughs> it, was, it, was actually, yeah. it was actually a quill. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I put fingers on typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers on my keyboard. Yeah. And I started writing. Wrote a load of nonsense. And it came Paul out. Of Justin Myers having to go, oh my God. <laughs> it came out of me like a waterfall. And I went, oh. And oh I went, have, I've had evenings like that. Go on. <laughs> never, never before has he put something in the recycle bin so quickly. Just went, <laughs> start again. No, I didn't. And I went, this is, I went, this is just, I'm going to have to get structure around this. Who am I going to help? Justin Myers, that's just going to help. All right, well, so, so listen, you got 100k or whatever it is for your uh, <laughs> part of it. He would have got like 20 maybe, if that. 
Why is there not a picture of Justin Meisel tied I, up on here? I said, I said, Justin, do you want to be on the front? He said, no, I don't mind where I am. I don't really his career. Do you want to be on the front? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Richard, did you have any help with your book? No. Well, that's foolish of you. Cause oh, yeah, because yeah, I hardly sold any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know what? It's been a notorious disaster, Martin. You know his book. Oh, Jamie so, just wanted to share some so, of the wealth with another writer. So, so, yeah, I did. Somewhere. I wanted to share. So you know, um, Richard's Richard's first book, Thursday Murder Club, has sold over two and a half million copies. Yeah, and you're, in the UK. And the man what who you, died. What are you doing on this podcast? And, loaded. And the, <laughs> the man who died twice has done over half a million in the UK in eight weeks. Yeah. Okay, bragger. It's okay, okay we, 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 like, oh, be, be empathetic. And I wrote. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it has. Yeah, but isn't that going back to the original point? Right, is uh, we'll get to the end of part one in a second, but it's just too good. The, the <laughs> we're still on part one. We're still on part one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we've gone for like half, like forty minutes, and so part, part two. Hold on, I'm just going to look. I'm just going to look through the chapter headings. Can you leave us on a leave us on a cliffhanger? We'll, okay, we'll come back. Let's, in. We'll, we'll come back in. Leave us on a cliffhanger. We'll come and back in part, part two. two. We got Char- we got child star. Boy Wonder, these are the, the chapter headings. Yeah. Rebel, yeah. Adventurer, Buddy Movie, yeah. Rising Star. Yeah. Okay. How, many, how many stars? There's Superhero, Charles. Bad Guy, Romantic Hero, Entrepreneur. There you go. Yeah. Uh, horror Movie, <laughs> yeah. Clown, Disaster Movie, Action Man, Loser, Entertainer, and Leading Man. There I think we'll read a bit of Leading Man afterwards, <laughs> don't you think? It's right. literally like someone's going, what attributes do you need to have to fill a book? Like, yeah. Yeah. How, many wo- how many words is this? Oh, it's a lot. I said about 80,000, do you think? Yeah, probably. It feels like 800. Which means probably. You must have looked at the word count. Well, yeah, I did. I looked at the word count, went through it a lot. And yeah, Brad, it's around that. Around oh. how, how, many, how many words is yours to the word? Uh, it's about 92. About? Like that. Or do you, about. That's, that's slacking. About 92. 92,417. Okay, good. I'm glad. I don't know. Well, it's, it's about that. Um, All right. God, I cannot wait to read the rest well, of this. Well, listen, we're going to come back for part two. Oh, acknowledgements. No, save it, Richard. Okay. Save it. I, I'm going to get your book. And, and read the, the nonsense that's in that. Oh, Thursday Murder Club, what a terrible title. Uh, I'm very happy for you to read my book. Can't wait to. I'd be very comfortable with that. It's lovely. You, you, oh, you, and, you get, and the two million others. Yeah, two and a half million. And get ready for some critique, because it's going to be flying your way. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you back in part two. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>